Hey everybody, uh, and welcome back to the Sweaty Palms podcast. I'm your host Zoe Dillon, and today's guest is the very talented artist and good friend of mine, Aisha Chima. To give a little bit of background on Aisha, she's a junior at the University of Georgia, majoring in management with Terry College of Business, and is also in the music business program here. And that's how we met. Originally from Marietta, Georgia, she started her musical career back in early 2018 when she first started posting her songs to SoundCloud under the name Lil Chima. Her most popular song is titled Money Trees, with over 1,600 views on the platform. Her music has been described as R&B soul mixed in with psychedelic undertones. Thank you so much, Aisha, for being on this podcast. Thank you for having me. So just to jump right in, what made you want to start making music and putting it out into the world? Um, I've always been a songwriter, and since I was... I hate it's so cliche, but like literally since I was born, uh-huh. I've been writing music and like performing in, in front of my family and yeah. stuff. So um, around the time that I got into high school, I had this one friend. She released a song on SoundCloud out her closet. And once I saw how easy it was, I was like, well, damn, like I can do that. Right. And I had been doing that. I just wasn't releasing it. So at that point, I was like, let me make a SoundCloud. And that's where Lil Chima started. I feel like that's how a lot of people should start, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like that's a great... It was very, very casual. Like, it started as a meme. Uh Like, I I thought I was going to make meme music, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of serious about this. So I changed the meme name to just Chima. I dropped the little, I graduated. Yes, ma'am. That's what we like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Could you tell me more of the story behind, like, why you started making music? Yeah, so um, it was really just, like, I knew I wanted to pursue music, and Mm -hmm at the time that I was like a junior in high school when I started making music um at that time I didn't really want to do anything other than music I knew I always wanted to go some type of artistic route Mm -hmm. and music was where it was at so um at that point I was like let me just start releasing it like I can do it you know so I started putting it out there and that's what started it and people started yeah I mean I looked at your page people seem to really like it yeah yeah yeah, it's pretty cool it's cool to get that feedback Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of going off that, um, what does music mean to you? Like what significance does it hold in your life? For me, music, I used it very much as like a diary. Mm-hmm. I'd gone through like a lot at that point, especially in high school, like towards the end of high school and stuff. Um, I was using it as a diary. Like a lot of my songs are just purely emotion driven uh-huh. and maybe they should not have been at times because it was like everyone could just look into my life at that point if they just took one look at my soundcloud and my brother even told me that he's like maybe you shouldn't be putting that out i'm like you know fuck it like it's good it's good and people will resonate with it if they find it so i think that's the beauty of a lot of music like if you don't put it out there then you'll never like know and then you'll be connecting with other people's life experiences exactly i had to be very vulnerable to in order to make my art and i've never been like afraid of that so right i thought it would be cool you know (laughs) our professor um his name's david barbie but yeah we're in the music business program but he talked about one time in class he was like you should never um kind of start an idea thinking that you're gonna fail at it yeah exactly go just i said full frontal (laughs) (laughs) full throttle and just you know yeah post it and because you know you never know you never know if you don't try and that's where i was at that yeah. point i went and hung out with my friend like an hour later i had a song posted i uh-huh. made an account and i started putting music out ever since 
Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm just really curious about this because I'm not, I'm not a singer or an mm-hmm. artist or anything. So I don't know what this process is like, but could you tell me what your songwriting process is, is like essentially like, do the lyrics come first or is it the music? You know, when you, when you sit down to write a song, kind of w- what goes through your mind? Is it kind of just, I'm trying to think of the word um spontaneous like do you Mm -hmm. have like you're falling asleep at night and then something pops into your head like what what goes on like how do you write it is a little bit of everything in the best way possible my notes app completely full (laughs) (laughs) i have a lot of things that i delete and like i'll go back and edit and like find stuff i'll find stuff from years ago sometimes and it'll just like you know i gotta finish it sometimes right um a lot of things do go unfinished that's sadly just a part of it Mm -hmm. um but yeah sometimes i'll just be like singing like singing in the shower singing in my bed uh-huh. in my room like i'm always singing every day so i'll just write write stuff down like if i have an idea uh-huh. usually though um because i don't produce and like i don't have a lot of um producer connections right now i have like a couple friends but you know we're all busy we're all in college right so i will go and get like youtube beats and, like inspiration that way and basically the beat comes first for that reason just because mm-hmm. i have nothing <laughs> nothing else to go off of and so i'll just make like a flow off that like it'll be gibberish straight up just like singing like ad libs and stuff you know like i'll just be like hey, hey you know yeah. just make up whatever i can make up and i'll record it on my phone and like start writing in the notes app i'll start writing things like whatever i'm thinking whatever subject matter i'm trying to write about mm-hmm. i'll start writing to the beat and um other times it'll be like i'll write my idea and then i'll go find the perfect beat and then i'll lay it down however it flows on the beat but in that way the lyrics would come first so it could go either way right okay yeah. that's really cool i didn't yeah like i i, I feel like everybody's process is so different so mm-hmm. i want to ask you know who, yeah. when i have artists on here what what theirs is like because i feel like it's kind of like i'm trying to think of something like that compares it it's just going to be unique with every every person's going to be different you For know sure yeah yeah Okay, cool. So going off of talking about your writing process, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk specifically mm-hmm. about your song Money Trees because okay. that one, I love it, first of all. Thank you. Um, but I want to know, like, what's the inspiration behind this song? And if you could just, you know, tell, yeah. tell everybody. This song was the quickest I ever made. And, like, I gave it the littlest thought. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Like I was saying, like, how I was so emotional with all my other music. Like, everything was kind of directed at somebody, directed at a certain situation, a certain point in my life. Mm-hmm. Money Trees, I was like, what's the most BS song I can make in the <laughs> shortest amount of time? And I wrote it right after my Spanish final. W- wow. Okay. Yeah. I took the final. Within five minutes, Money Trees was made. Wow. Really? Five minutes? <laughs> five minutes. I'm... I I am astounded. Okay, thank yeah, you. It, it's it's great. Yeah. And it's one of your most popular songs. It That's is crazy. my most popular song. <laughs> <laughs> I made it within five minutes. It's like I found this beat. Um, there's this really cool artist called Sir that mm-hmm. I listened to, and I was typing in Sir type beats because at that point I was like obsessed with this man. Uh-huh. And so I looked up Sir type beats. I found one. I listened to it instantly. I'm like, okay. I was going for Lord vibes with that song uh royals where uh-huh. like none of it makes sense but it does have some gra- kind of greater meaning yeah. when you really think about it it was exactly like that like let me just talk about whatever yeah yeah <laughs> and it kind of just went together but i was saying something right you that, know? It's, that sounds really like kind of like 
a poetry, like creative genius, like anybody yeah. who listens to it can interpret the, the, the way that they want to interpret it. Exactly. It I feel like subconsciously I was giving it meaning, but like consciously I wasn't even trying to do anything. Yeah. And it just turned out to be the most fi song I had ever made. Yeah, I love it. I <laughs> completely <you>. agree. Thanks. <laughs> so can you talk also about your song Psychedelic? Because I think that one's really cool. Yeah, for sure. So Psychedelic, Um, for someone who talk about me uh-huh. for someone who doesn't really even do drugs like i should be referencing them a lot um, <laughs> i psychedelic is just inspired by like floating type of feeling and i feel like a lot of like 8d audio and like cer- certain songs will make me feel like i'm floating uh-huh. and i love that feeling like i want I, to yeah, yeah i want to translate that in my music to whoever's listening like i want everyone to just feel like kind of like you know that like euphoric feeling of doing drugs without having to do drugs right and i think that song captures that perfectly for sure even the lyrics like i i told you even before like i wasn't gonna go into the lyrics because this isn't a genius yeah 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 um it is very up to interpretation of the listener but there are a lot of little easter eggs in there that like if anyone would listen they'd be like oh damn like she really wrote that right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah for that reason i love that song it's a really cool one okay so i guess we kind of already touched on this how you like how do you make your music if you could Mm -hmm. go more into detail about um kind of that that process of physically creating it yeah so um at the moment i still do not even have any official equipment and Mm -hmm. people like are mind boggled when i say that yeah i thought you had like a whole like because you do it in your bedroom right yeah i do it right here wow (laughs) we're in the where we are we are in the bedroom at the desk yes right now Mm ma'am except we're using microphones yeah i don't even have a mic man different setup so can you talk yeah just talk about how how does that work yeah um well it shouldn't work but i do make it work yeah (laughs) Um, clearly you're doing something right yeah thanks (laughs) um so i use my headphones like thing like the headphones you are wearing right now those beats oh i use yep i use the little itty bitty bite one inch on the headphone cord to record all my vocals wow and i just lay down like a bunch of separate tracks i'll mix them and stuff i use logic pro because it came with my mac and I got that for college. So kind of just like I used a lot of things that weren't really music specific to make my music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. It's very accessible. Like a lot of people nowadays especially are making music in their bedrooms. And right. it's, it's getting very easy to like self-release right. and stuff. So that's kind of what I've just been doing for a few years now. Kind of going off of that label services versus mm-hmm. a traditional deal, all this kind of stuff. If you like, you know, assuming you get big one day, would you want to be signed to like a major label or do you want to do your no. own thing? Okay. <laughs> do you want to go into that? Like if, if you'd like to talk uh, about that. So with my management degree, uh-huh. right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> with the management degree, as far as I can get it, doing it myself, I will. Just okay. because that's like the bigger, like the bigger pieces of the pie i guess that you can keep for yourself the better right um so as much money as you were making as an artist like a label publishers like any type of partnership can take that away from you sadly and um i feel like labels especially abuse that and like they abuse they exploit really the artists that they are signing so um i yeah as as far as i can get doing it myself like if i meet some cool people that i really vibe with maybe i'll keep them on my team and like Mm -hmm. give them a percentage but 
I am not going for no evil shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, keep that out of your life. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that song, Protect Your Energy. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Fits really well here. <laughs> so could you, I know we mentioned this kind of in the intro of mm-hmm. the episode, but I would like to hear like you describe what your music style is Yeah, from your perspective. Every time someone asks me, it's very hard to answer and it always ends up different. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say lo-fi just because I am putting out some pretty low quality <laughs> stuff right now in terms of sound. Like, you know, I don't have a mic. Um, I don't have an interface, like none of that. I literally just record on headphones, plug mm-hmm. it into my laptop directly um i say lo-fi for that reason um but i would say like lo-fi r&b for sure um sometimes i make like emo rap too i heard some of those i liked those i thought i was like i hope you you mentioned that too yeah Yeah. i feel like it's weird because i i don't know how to really like i feel like i have two different audiences like some emo fans some r&b like i don't think that many people like i don't think it's that popular to be a fan of both Mm -hmm. but because i listen to so much music i just kind of you know i blend them or like i do one song that's emo and the next release will be like an r&b song right that's nice though because you have you have two different types of fan streams i guess coming in two different types of fan audiences yeah yeah. it's just i don't know if it's disappointing for them no i don't think (laughs) so i release something a little bit different you know honestly i think i would be really intrigued by that if i found somebody Mm -hmm. and then i heard because i find that like a lot of artists have a hard time or musicians bands whatever Mm -hmm. making things that sound different like you'll hear one album and they get really big off this first album and then the second third fourth all sound the same so i think it's really unique that you're doing two different sounds and really cool so could you tell me some of your some of your favorite artists are right now yeah um a lot of constants right here um black bear and chase atlantic two of my favorite artists like ever um i've been listening to them since like high school Mm -hmm. and um yeah that's never gonna change (laughs) i i i listen to a lot of their music and try to incorporate elements of that into my own i'd say like um black bears like vocal riffs insane Uh i love them i try to do stuff like that and Chase Atlantic has a lot of psychedelic music too, where they do like rap type stuff, but then right. sometimes it's like you're suddenly floating, you know? And uh-huh. I, I love that um, in music. So I feel like that does influence my music. But then also there's like a lot of SoundCloud people. Like there's a lot of um, local music, and there's this guy that's actually from Georgia named Pretty Pack. And I've been listening to him for a few years now, and he's like a SoundCloud guy. Cool. Or that's at least where I found him. He has music on other platforms, but his stuff is also insane. Like he has a lot of black bear type vocals that I gravitate towards that in music. It's like a lot of emo rap also kind of, but like alternative stuff. And that's kind of just where I vibe. Like I sit in that pocket of music, I feel like. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's what I like to listen to most. Like that's what I most listen to. It's I can, most yeah. often. <laughs> it makes sense that you'd want to produce what you what you like to hear yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or put out there. Uh, I also listen to a lot of Atlanta rap, okay. and uh, Future is a big artist that I listen to right now. Um, he's been around for forever, and I've been listening to him since like middle school. But love that. I love Future too. Future also makes some insane psychedelic tracks and like rap stuff that I like to listen to, and I'd like to make some music like that. You mentioned you would describe your music also as R and B. And that kind of leads me to my next question. But what do you think, like, do you think there is a, a music scene here for um, R&B music in Athens, Georgia? No, I wish. So <laughs> I, I, okay, I work at the 40 Watt. Um, it's a music venue. Woo! 
in downtown. Yeah, I work with Zoe. Um, and every show I've seen, like, aside from maybe two, there is this one girl named Convict Julie. She's also in our Women Who Rock group here mm-hmm. that's run by Valina. Yeah. Woo, Valina, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out Valina. Um, I, I know that she does, like, alternative R&B um and she's cool but other than her like i have not witnessed any type of r&b music out here right and um i really like to bring that from like you know metro atlanta right to over here because i feel like there's not enough of it there's a lot of jam bands and like just rock scene mm-hmm. um but yeah r&b is a little lacking out here right so if you could in a in a perfect world if you could have a show here mm-hmm. who would be in it what would you want to do with that where would you want it to be yeah so i actually am in the works of setting up a show um at the 40 watt where i work with yeah. you um <laughs> Exciting. yeah um yeah so there's this collective that i'm working with that's from back home I'm not going to say anything right now because nothing is confirmed. Right. We're still in the works of like which artists and stuff are going to be able to come because the date's up in the air. But it's going to be an alternative R&B type show. We're going to have R&B, rap, all the stuff that like Athens is lacking a mm-hmm. little bit of. And it's going to be super awesome. I'm going to be it's going to be my first performance ever. So I'm really excited. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, uh, stay tuned for that. I'll have updates once things are confirmed and It'll be posted to Instagram, everything. Stay tuned. Very exciting. Yes. So (laughs) I also wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. if you have any cool projects coming up that you'd like to talk about. Yes, I do. So Take um, it away. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm in the process of re-recording, remixing, and actually mastering all my favorite songs that are on my SoundCloud right now because I didn't know what the heck mastering was (laughs) for the very longest time. My last uh, most recent single, Way Home, that one is actually mastered. Um, Might not be that great, but it was a first try. It was an attempt and I kind of love it. So I, yeah, I I self-mix all my music um, and I'm basically just trying to like up the quality so i can eventually take it to other platforms which is another thing that i'm working on right now Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get on spotify apple music all the good stuff and money trees will probably be the first song to come out on all platforms i think that'll blow up yeah it's i think it has a lot of potential yeah that's yeah. really exciting. So uh, we were talking about this before we hit record, but you talked about dis- uh, DistroKid TuneCore. Could you explain yeah. what that is to people who don't know? Like, Yeah, yeah. So DistroKid and TuneCore are services that any artist can like enroll in for a little, like a small fee for I think yearly or mm-hmm. per album, per release, whatever like that. Um, and they will release your music on all platforms. And it's just a super accessible way for small artists to get out there without a label or any of that. And um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty that's cool. The, that's the cliff note. It, love it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to your song, Way mm-hmm. Home, I just want to know, but uh-huh. could you talk about, if you want to, um, uh-huh. what made you want to write it? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Way Home is a song about savoring the time that you have with somebody. And mm-hmm. it's like when you 
when you don't want to go home because you're having such a good time Mm -hmm. that's what it's about and it's like late night drive vibes stuff like that it's about my boyfriend (laughs) cute (laughs) not gonna beat around the bush but yeah it's just like when you're having such a great time with somebody that you want to take the longer way home just so you can have a few extra minutes you know Mm -hmm. yeah wow you're making me cry (laughs) (laughs) i'm vicariously living through you (laughs) um i think i'm trying to think if i have any other oh there's this really fun thing that i wanted Mm -hmm. to do at the end of interviews where i ask you a series of questions and you have to answer them without Mm -hmm. kind of without thinking like you just say like i'll give you two options it's called the lightning round and you just say whichever one that you resonate with yeah so are you ready i guess (laughs) (laughs) well i guess yeah they're coming at you anyway so singing or producing singing okay chicken 65 or lasagna Ooh, chicken 65 (laughs) soundcloud or spotify for anyone who does not know i am pakistani yeah (laughs) maybe we should talk a little bit about that maybe i should have talked about my name yeah Yeah. let's go back let's go back we'll pause the lightning round (laughs) so yeah tell us background on on just more about who you are yeah Yeah. i think that'd be really interesting that's my bad yeah Um, no that's me i didn't wow we really didn't catch that Um, yeah (laughs) so i am half white plain old american and half pakistani um i live with my pakistani side of the family like that's just been you know who i am like my whole life the culture and everything i've been completely like surrounded by it Mm -hmm. um the language the clothes the food all of that all that good stuff chicken 65 for those who do not know (laughs) we're giving (laughs) a food network lesson here i love it um chicken 65 is just like fried chicken spiced to the max dyed hot red it's the best thing i've ever tried yeah ever it's so it's good. so so good so yeah chicken 65 anyone who knows me knows that i'm in love with chicken 65 i would marry chicken 65 if i could sorry boyfriend <laughs> um he knows that too he would marry chicken 65 if he could it's yeah. the best thing ever and for those of you who want a cultural and out-of-body experience other than my music go eat some chicken 65 this kind of makes me want to ask this question but how do you think mm-hmm. your culture has impacted your music style do you think it's influenced you at all i don't really think so i think it might be that i'm like more open to certain vocal ranges that mm-hmm. people would say like are unconventional like the way that like bollywood music for example has like the different uh riffs and stuff mm-hmm. and vocals like there's a lot of that um i know zayn Mullick from one direction has used some of that in his uh music and he's like saying in urdu before that's really which cool. is the language that we speak yeah i i don't think i would go as so as far as to sing in urdu uh-huh. um <laughs> yeah but um yeah do you think maybe ever down the line like uh when you start experience if you start experimenting with with other sounds like maybe you would mm-hmm. incorporate i don't know it's, i feel like the style of singing does not really suit the accent that i have to be in gotcha. you know to be able to speak the language um there are people who can pull it off it's just not me okay yeah, <laughs> just want to know very curious no, no you're good you're good yeah <laughs> that's awesome i'm so glad that we yeah. went into that because yeah. i just think that's really cool that's and fun yeah people can can learn more yeah um so let's go back do you want to go back to the lightning round i got a couple more oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay let's do it soundcloud or spotify oh, soundcloud obvious yeah yeah i got uh, a lot of friends on there yeah. yeah oh um okay we're gonna go off a little bit on the line uh-huh. again do you want to talk about the community and culture that is soundcloud because we mentioned yes. a little bit before yes. the camera started rolling yeah. yeah um um there are some people who don't know i exist like i said like pretty pack and stuff he's bigger than me but you know still pretty local i'd say his music 
is super cool and he actually had connections with six dogs mm-hmm. um who was a rapper from atlanta that unfortunately died um last year and um, sorry to hear that yeah so he yeah he's a big inspiration too and like for soundcloud music like everyone on soundcloud pretty much knew him mm-hmm. or of his music at least and yeah so he was really good there is this guy that i have that's a friend out in ohio shout out b soy <laughs> b soy is so good his name is ben and he makes emo rap and he's mm-hmm. really cool he performs in athens ohio which is also a college town mm-hmm. out there that's crazy yeah what are you um odds? yeah and then i have another friend who's named canon and um I think he's also out somewhere in like Midwest, you know, mm-hmm. and he is literally like 15, what? insanely talented, makes like old Tyler, the creator type music, but uh-huh. also like scream, screamo rap at some points. Like okay. very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. I meet a lot of interesting like mixes of music, um, like the people that mm-hmm. make them on SoundCloud. But those are like my buddies as of nice. right now, like those two. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's like a whole world in and of yeah. itself. Spotify doesn't really have that kind of community that, that SoundCloud oh, does. Yeah. It's, yeah. I feel like Spotify is so far removed because it's just, you know, one of those platforms that people put their music up on. It's all money. Right. A lot of the people on SoundCloud, if they don't have the means, you know, they're not getting paid for it. Right. And that's, that's me right now. Right. Um, it's hopefully going to change soon. But there are a lot of cool people out there that are making awesome music that just doesn't get enough listens. You I know? think it's nice because you can interact with your fans yeah. on the, on, um, yeah, they SoundCloud. have a, they have a messaging feature. That's how I meet a lot of the people that reach out. Like they want to collab and stuff. And, really um, cool. yeah, I feel like Spotify should somehow, well, I don't want them to do what SoundCloud's <laughs> doing. Cause SoundCloud's his own, is his own thing, you know, yeah. but I think it's really cool that SoundCloud has that feature and you can actually connect with people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of reminding me of like, not facebook but Mm -hmm. like maybe instagram because dms i don't know yeah kind of you know they have comments like youtube ish you know like youtube comment section i don't know well there is a comment section on soundcloud like you can comment and it'll go to the specific time that they commented Uh uh-huh and that'll show up like as you play through the song so like listeners yeah listeners yeah listeners can see what people are commenting when and like what time in the song that's so cool so you can hear what they're hearing as they comment so if it's about like any of the musical elements you can see like what their thought process and like what other listeners are experiencing through the music but also like that's how um a lot of people like if they're if they're not going through the dms on soundcloud they will go through the comments and be like collab you know and yeah and i respond to like pretty much all my comments so that's really cool go hit up Aisha if you want to collab yeah (laughs) hit me up don't be scared I'm really friendly (laughs) um but now I want to shout out um Aisha on all her social so if you want to follow her on SoundCloud it's Lil Chima and then her Instagram is 999 Chima also and I'll have Mm -hmm. these in the description on my Instagram page so it'll show you how to spell everything um yeah you can look up Chima on soundcloud and it is it is the only picture of like a girl that's me mm-hmm. and it'll say atlanta on it or you could put in little chima which is the username right like, and either way pulls it up her last name spelled c-h-e-e-m-a yep and that's all i have like all the questions i have thank you so much thank for coming you for on having here me. i hope you had a great time this I was did. awesome yeah Yay! i had a lot of fun and uh guys tune in for next week's episode and thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time i'm gonna leave y'all with a sample of aisha's most popular song on soundcloud titled money trees thanks so much for listening
Cause everybody hates Vision go green on night And we talking money trees Jumping in the bed So I guess it's no fun for me I just talk to God I give him thank yous and a please Pressure on me when I'm riding Duck in the police I can be in charge All that I'm needing is the keys I'll be in my continent I swear they are a tease Ripping up my tongue on runs like 300 degrees It's hot, so hot, sweating underneath the spotlight Stress me out, I can't even stand the dark like My own eye, what a beautiful disguise I'm wearing today, I hope that I do not cry Just taking shape, got the sun out of my eyes Under my new trees, that's all I need Trees. That's all I need